Well, I know what the biggest story to me is in the United States this week. It is the Rittenhouse trial and all of the ramifications that that uh, has. But it's Friday. We get Bill O'Reilly's take, the biggest story of the week. We begin there in 60 seconds because it's Friday. The Glenn Beck Program. There's an old saying we used to hear from the old timers. It's better than a sharp poke in the eye with a sharp stick. Yeah, yeah, generally speaking, that, uh, you know, is, is pretty much applies to everything in life, except being poked in the eye with a sharp stick. I mean, anyway, um, but I'm not sure it uh, it really applies to selling houses because ah, there are times that you'd rather be poked in the eye with a sharp stick than have another meeting with a real estate agent where they're like, we're going to have another open house. We're going to blow up some balloons and put some signs in the neighborhood. Excuse me. Everybody in the neighborhood has already traipsed through the house acting as though they are buyers because everybody in the neighborhood wants to see the inside of everybody else's house. Stop. Anyway, if you would like a real estate agent that can actually help you buy and sell the right home for the right price, it's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Mr. Bill O'Reilly. From BillOReilly.com, tell me, sir, the biggest story of the week. Well, the popular story is the Rittenhouse situation. Um, As far as what's important to the United States, uh, it's the battle between Biden and Trump over the January 6th documents in the National Archive. So which one do you want to handle, Beck? Well, I think we should handle the one you think is the biggest story. You know, it just depends on how you're looking at your country. So the Rittenhouse story is over. He's not guilty. And it's just another example of how the media convicts people without any knowledge of what happened. Everybody ran a montage, including me. I, I'm sure you did. Yep, yep. Of all these far left um, people uh, convicting the 17 year old, then 17. And still doing it, honestly. And Twitter today is suppressing people who are saying he's innocent. I did not know that. See, yes. I'm not in that world, that, that world of Twitter and Facebook and all that. And, and that is a very corrupting force in America. Uh, yeah. Seeing that most people get their news from Twitter, Facebook, yeah. etc. And, and so once you replace reality with unreality, mm-hmm. so then your life is going to careen. If you do that in your personal life, it's going to careen and, and collapse. And now on a national basis... Um, we have that, that coming, too, because, as you just said, many, many people, they don't use standard news agencies anymore, and they're smart not to because almost all of them are corrupt. So Med- um, Meadows, let's, so let's switch to the other story. Meadows says now he is not going to cooperate with the January 6th committee right. um, because they are battling over the executive privilege. Uh, right. You know, it's a kangaroo court. Um, they're saying if he doesn't testify today, he'll be held in contempt of Congress. And I think he's pretty fine with that. Um, I hold them in contempt, but, uh, uh, what do you think? What do you think is happening there? And what is this really all about? Well, Beck, as you know, because you've known me a long time, I'm essentially a reporter. All right. I mean, I'm a blabbermouth and and an analyst and all that, 
but my career is based on reportage. So when I saw this, um, it, this is about Biden versus Trump. This is mano a mano. So Biden basically says, if you're a former president, you don't have executive privilege. You don't have it. And I'm going to write an order that says you don't have it. And I'm going to go into every nook and cranny I can to find out exactly what you said to all of your advisors while you're in the White House. So, so everybody understands. And then um, Trump says, no, I do have executive privilege and you can't do that. And I'm going to file a lawsuit, which is he's done. And then late last night, the federal court stayed the Biden action. Okay, so which I predicted. Okay, so why I, did I predict it? Why did O'Reilly predict that? Um, I because thinking. I actually did some reporting back. Did you know that on the second day he was president, Barack Obama signed an executive order? It is one three four eight nine, and that executive order says that. Presidents who leave the White House continue to have executive privilege and all of their documents contained in the National Archives are sealed, are secure. Did you know that? I did not know that. Okay. Because I thought, but honestly, hang on just a knew it. I thought nobody reported on it. Nobody looked. Okay. Nobody cares about what the reality of the situation is. So look, I okay, got wait, 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 before you go, go on. I thought that was, you know, uh, like that all the time uh, that, you know, the papers were sealed. I guess the Sandy Berger thing should have told me the difference. Why should they be open to everyone? A president of the United States has the right to private counsel. It's just like you and your lawyer or your doctor. Mm hmm. Okay, so right to have private conversations, because many of those conversations are, well, why don't we consider this? Why don't we do that? Sure. And, and it never comes to fruition. But the point of the matter is that here we have two presidents, Biden and Trump. Biden is trying to destroy Trump. There's no doubt in my mind. It's personal. He feels threatened. His, uh, Biden has, is doing so badly that Trump is gaining momentum. So Biden's trying to destroy him and wants to go in and look at every private conversation that Trump had in four years and try to find something that he can feed to the New York Times. Okay, that's what this story is all about. But the real outrage of the story is my little news agency, BillOReilly.com, all right, a very small agency could find this information and no one else can because no one else cares back. Now I'm not putting you in that category. I'm, I'm just saying that the real, the real, the corporate news agencies with budgets of a hundred million dollars, they don't have researchers that can go in and look. Of course they do. They're not like curious. This. So, so, and they're not looking for that angle on the story. So, so wait a minute, Bill. So he put in an executive order that said it's all private, right? Obama, That's right. Obama That's did. The most important thing of this executive order, again, if people want to look it up, it's one, three, four, eight, nine, is that President Obama clearly stated 
that past presidents have executive privilege. So then why did you say you knew the court was going to rule in this? Because favor? I knew about this order. And, and so the federal court can't override Obama's executive order. Can't do that. That has to be done on a constitutional basis. Was Barack Obama wrong in this? Was this an unconstitutional so executive order? Why didn't Biden, because you can rescind executive orders, why didn't Biden just rescind that order? Who knows? But he didn't. It's still on the books. And the Biden people don't know about it because, again, nobody looks, nobody cares. Well, we're going to do this. You're going to do that. All right. It's like the remain in Mexico executive order under Trump. OK, Biden's ah, throwing it out. And a judge goes, federal judge says, well, you, can't, you have to go through a process. You just can't throw it out. And therefore, today, the remain in Mexico policy exists. It's there. That's the law. Not being followed, but yes, you're of exactly course, right. Not yeah. being followed. But my so point it, is that we're all in great jeopardy, all of us, because we're now living in a country that doesn't care about the truth and the facts. And, and let's get back to Rittenhouse. So all of these people on The View and Morning Joe and usual suspects, all right, people who have just no credibility, they don't know what happened to this kid. And I said that to my audience from the jump. The only thing I know about Kyle Rittenhouse at the time when he ventured into Wisconsin with an illegal rifle, and he could be convicted on the illegal rifle, okay? The only thing I know is that his parents should not have allowed him to do that. Mm -hmm. That's all I know. Bad parenting. You know? Mm -hmm. And so I am not going to speculate about the life of a fellow human being. I'm not going to convict him. Mm -hmm. All right? And, and, I, and, I, and I, let, me re let me rephrase what I just said, because I don't want to convict the parents. He's a 17-year-old kid. It, it may not have been bad parenting. It was just a bad choice on his part. He's 17. Well, I said the parents should not have allowed him to go, but I don't know his circumstance. Yes, I don't either. Okay, so he's living in your house, and he goes, hey, Mom and Dad, I'm going to take no. this rifle and go into a riot situation right. in Kenosha. I say no. Me as the dad go, I don't think so. Right, exactly right. Exactly right. So now, do you think the press is going to uh, actually support a verdict? I mean, assuming that the verdict comes back as uh, not guilty— Will the press accept that? Yeah, they'll, <laughs> they have to accept it because they look like clowns now. No, no, they really don't. I mean, they're already saying this judge is out of control. This judge. No, wait is a minute. Wait a minute. You're, that's going to that's a low level way down the chain of journalism. You're not hearing that from the Washington Post. Uh, you're not hearing that from these other people because all they care about is their own career. I'm hearing it from CNN. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> low level. Just I reinforces guess. <laughs> the low level <laughs> right, on the okay. food chain. All right. <laughs> um, when we come back, I want to take a quick break. When we come back, because the other thing that is going on and tied to January 6th 
is this memo that came out from uh, the Department of Homeland Security this week that says now this is the uh, the most fragile terror situation for domestic terrorism and racism they've ever seen. Uh, and they're just they keep just putting logs on this fire, uh, except there was something that happened in Manhattan that nobody seems to want to recognize with the uh, new mayor of New York, Eric Adams. We'll talk to Bill O'Reilly about that in 60 seconds. John wrote in recently about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, I've used Relief Factor for about six months now. I have to tell you, Glenn, I was really skeptical at first, and I put off trying it until my brother loaned me a few days worth of his since he had found it effective. I am pleasantly surprised. I benefit every day as Relief Factor reduced my constant back pain, which has come from years of injuries and getting older. I don't know if it helps everyone, but it sure helps me. John, thank you for trying. I was skeptical of it myself. It has changed my life. It is, it, I'm able to paint again. I'm able to write again um, you know, with a pen, which I could not hold a pen for more than like 40 seconds without massive pain. Relief Factor. It's not a drug developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Start it now for $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. 10 seconds, station ID. So the New York City mayor-elect, Eric Adams, who I think I'm actually, I mean, don't make me like this guy, but I'm starting to like this guy. He is reaffirming his pledge to bring back the New York City Police Department plainclothes unit, uh, and, uh, and he is going to be tough on crime. Well, Black Lives Matter met with him and then promised, if you do these things, riots, uh, fires, and bloodshed will come to your city so clear threat of violence absolutely and if that happens the first person arrested is hawk newsom who said that the head of the new york city black lives matter chapter so now you can see around the country how out of control the nation's largest city is being held hostage by violent radicals who will do what they say they will do. They will do it. And now, what the new mayor of New York City has to do is not overreact to it. You know, let me do that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the overreactor. Because I have a big megaphone in New York City on WABC radio. Um, I'll, I'll handle the overreaction. What he has to do is basically methodically reorganize the New York City Police Department so that, A, the police officers will work for him, and, B, that the people of New York will be protected, because they're not now. So if you come to New York City and you get on a subway, you could be harmed, and the person who hurts you is probably not going to get prosecuted. That's got to stop, and it's got to stop right now. And it just shows you and shows anybody who has uh, a modicum of common sense what the radical left really wants. And one word sums it up. Anarchy. Yeah, chaos. 
Yeah, they don't care who gets killed or who gets hurt. Look at that concert in Houston, okay, where that rapper was on stage and Mm -hmm. was nine people dead now. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're telling me that that concert promoter and those people didn't know that would have been possible with the crowd that came in there, an undisciplined crowd, many of them intoxicated. They didn't know that this could have happened. They didn't care. And now they'll be sued, and all of them will be sued, and they'll be next five years, their lives will be in and out of court and all of that. But what people don't understand is you, you and Stu were talking at the beginning about losing friends and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, different points of view. And have you ever lost a friend who's different politically than you? I haven't lost any friends that are different politically from me. But once I see a person embracing and promoting destructive policies, then I'm gone. Yeah, I don't think any of my friends that have, you know, been, I mean, real friends uh, that I've known are embracing the destructive policies. Um, But I have had friends that have disowned me because they say I, uh, you know, embrace destructive policies and I, I'm not going to retaliate or anything else. They can drop me, but but I never, I'm not dropping them as friends, whatever. It's not just, it's not just about that. They just don't like you, Beck. (laughs) Well, I could talk to you about friends. I don't think you have any, but um, (laughs) let me, let me, uh, let me change the subjects here. Are you following the uh, James O'Keefe project Veritas uh, All I know is that the uh, FBI wants to figure out who took a diary of what some member of the Biden family. Biden's, is that what it is? Biden's uh, daughter, and it's okay. pretty damning stuff. But they didn't. They say they didn't take it, um, okay. and it was released a year ago. Not by them, um, but it was released a year ago, and now. They have come in and the FBI and even Jonathan Turley has said, what constitute what 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 law are they going after as a federal crime here? It's a diary. Um, And uh, now it appears as though the Justice Department is extracting data from the phones of James O'Keefe and sending it right directly to The New York Times. Uh, And he's in a lawsuit against The New York Times. Well, good. I mean, look, I feel bad for O'Keefe. I think that he's trying to um, uncover corruption. He is an ideologue. All right. So you've got to understand that he comes from it from a point of view. Mm -hmm. But he has uncovered some very worthy things. The body parts about aborted fetuses Mm -hmm. was a tremendous story that no one would have done in the corrupt media. And all... He needs to get with these pro bono big law firms like Thomas Moore and these people to defend him. And he needs to sue everybody who violates his civil rights because he'll eventually win many of those suits and cripple these people. And that's how you do it. So do you think that the system is working? Because I I have to tell you, I think the system. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Hear me out. Hear me. Hear me out for a second. Hear me out for a second. The the um, election just threw the bums out. 
uh, the Rittenhouse trial has exposed the media and the left and the prosecutors, all those people that just ran to he's guilty. Um, things are changing to where people are opening their eyes and going, wait a minute, that's not right. Yes, things are improving, but the system doesn't work. And the reason the system doesn't work is because we're so corrupt. Read my column. It's posted right now, BillOReilly.com. And the column clearly lays out the Russian collusion deal. And, and let's talk on the other end of the break about this. Yes. Because the corruption is still oh, there. My gosh. Oh, and nobody is paying attention to it. Yes, we'll do that coming up in just a second. More with Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Don't forget he's going on tour with uh, Donald Trump. Several cities. You can find out all about it at BillOReilly.com. Back in just a second. America is the greatest experiment in ultimate ultimate freedom in the history of the world. No other nation throughout all of mankind has had the kind of liberty that we enjoy even today. And that liberty has come with a price tag. As this week, we are honoring men and women who are willing to put themselves on the line to pay that price if necessary. I would like to ask you to teach your children how precious this thing called liberty is if you have children or grandchildren and you haven't gotten the tuttle twins books for your children or grandchildren yet now is the time to do so if an understanding of liberty free markets and the history of this great nation are things you want to pass down it is not going to happen through osmosis you have to actively teach it tuttle twins having a crazy veterans day sale this week 50 percent off their book sets these are essential books should be in every household the tuttle twins books 50 percent off all of their book sets for toddlers kids even teens 50 percent off this week go to tuttletwinsbeck.com tuttletwinsbeck.com and use the promo code veteran you want a great ugly sweater? We got a Let's Go Brandon yeah. for you this Christmas. Uh, go to shop.blazemedia.com. Use the promo code GLEN20 to save some cash. Bill O'Reilly, back from BillOReilly.com. Bill, let's pick it up from the last break. You were saying? Um, before we get to that, give me a couple of minutes at the end of this segment because I need your advice. Oh, uh, I, I hate to say right, that, okay. but I need your yeah, advice. Yeah. All right. Okay, so look, the, the column that I wrote on BillOReilly.com is titled Corruption. And now we know that um, the Clinton campaign concocted and financed the bogus Russian collusion story. This is, from, hang on just a second, this, this, is, years. this is so amazing that nobody pays attention nobody really yeah, cares care. and and yeah, part care. of it is the conservatives that are just so tired of the clintons that it's like oh another clinton scandal this one is the big one this, this one's the it. big one this is it and we're getting scant word of the day scant news coverage because people are exhausted about it i understand but my job is to tell the folks what's happening and we're living in a corrupt country 
I love my country. I think it's the most noble nation ever. But right now, it's corrupt. Yeah, right now, it's, so, a, it's on the verge of being a banana republic if we're not already there. So you have now, beyond a reasonable doubt, all right, a line from the Clinton campaign to the Democratic Party itself to the mainstream media. Now, for the first time in American history, the corporate media has cooperated with a political party. And every aspect of trying to get the Democrats elected. That's what this is all about. So once you look at how powerful Disney, Comcast, Verizon, Facebook, Google, Twitter, right, Silicon Valley. And they all came together to destroy Donald Trump. And he won anyway. But it, that's a miracle. And that's on the folks. And I, and I will tell you this. You know, y- you look now and say, oh, uh, you know, Google and Facebook and all these guys colluded to get rid of the Hunter Biden story, uh, to get the votes out. This is a much more nefarious uh, use of the press. This is right. them engaged for years and- Engaging in a lie they knew was a lie. And this, no, I'll disagree with you a little on the last statement. They didn't know it was a lie. Um, Uh, CNN and New York Times and and, and Washington Post. Because they didn't look. They didn't care. They didn't investigate. Well, maybe this isn't true. The FBI knew. Maybe this is used. uh, The FBI knew in 2017 and so did the Washington Post. The Washington Post is a separate discussion. You'll have right. to convince me. The FBI knew, and that's Comey, and Comey Correct. Is, is corrupt, a corrupt FBI director. Look, I wrote a book, Killing the Mob, all right? J. Edgar Hoover was corrupt. He was a corrupt man. We lay it out for you. This isn't unprecedented. What is unprecedented is that you had all this power arrayed against one man, the Republican nominee for president, who every single day for more than two years had to deal with false charges. And it has never happened. And the fact that it did happen should scare the bejesus out of everybody because there's been no repenting. No. Who's repented? No. Pulitzers aren't going back home. They're not going back. Right. They right. all won Pulitzers for this. Let me give you one more. Yeah. So the New York Times, which is the most powerful newspaper agency all right, in the country, runs one reporter, Maggie Haberman, runs more than 100 anti-Trump stories based on anonymous sources, receives a Pulitzer Prize for doing it, okay, and they're all false. Does she give the prize back? Does the Pulitzer Committee demand it back? Does anybody say anything about it? No. Now, there have been other times in our history, in the Roaring Twenties, probably the best example, where we've had so much massive corruption that society was damaged to an extent that it took decades to repair. I don't think the corporate media in America can ever be repaired. No. 
No, it. I mean, if honestly, if if you were if you were the king of the universe, you would come in here and say, OK, um, we agree on the principles that, you know, the the founding principles and the Bill of Rights. Great. How do we reset? You'd have to reset every agency and everyone in Washington. You'd have to reset all of the media. But honestly, Bill, You'd have to reset a lot of America as well. Americans don't seem to care. I'm not sure about that because last week we saw a repudiation of the progressive left. So I think they're they're starting to care. And Thanksgiving dinner is going to be a linchpin. You're going to walk in there and you're going to look at your bill for that dinner. And one man is responsible for you paying 50% more this year than last year. One man. I think also the airports are going to be a disaster. Right. A disaster. A good point. And, good point. Uh, and everybody's going to know it. Um, and then you have, you have little Sammy who wants a Lego to put under the tree, and little Sammy might not get the little Lego, and he'll be in tears on Christmas morning. All right. Let me, let me ask you, uh, we didn't talk about the uh, infrastructure bill passing um, do you think the Build Back Better bill is going to pass? They haven't learned anything from what happened in Virginia and New Jersey. I think it might pass at, you know, a tune of one three, one four instead of $3.5 trillion. Uh, But again, they won't put out what's in a bill. Yeah, Build Back Better what? What? You know, do, do I have to, my tax dollars are going to build more wind turbines? And here's another thing that BillOReilly.com uncovered back and you should be so proud of me back you should be telling everybody i think you're hey, proud I'm of yourself O'Reilly's enough friend. i don't i mean uh, I no you. but you should do it <laughs> i'm o'reilly's friend he's the greatest journalist of all time and you need to know it you know who makes all the green stuff back you know who makes the solar panels the turbines yeah. the uh, electric cars you know who makes it china yeah so all of that build back better money that's going right over to beijing that's where that's going Does anybody know that? No. Nobody knows it. Because we used to, we the USA, make the solar panels. We don't make them anymore. China makes them. Well, they're too dirty to make China can make everything cheaper. Mm -hmm. And and we want our hands clean here. The environmentalists are like, it's too dirty. We need it, but it's too dirty. Uh Uh-huh. There's so much the American people don't know about the corruption. So build back better what? Build back better. What are you going to build back? What? We already got 1.2 for infrastructure. They're going to build the roads and the bridges back up, maybe. All no, right. So now what? What is this? Environmental justice. You know what that is? That's free homes for people that the uh, Democratic Party wants to give free housing to. That's what environmental justice is. I, I urge everyone to uh, see the, um, uh, the latest nominee for the Treasury. Um, uh, she is the Soviet woman that is going to be, uh, is, is, has been nominated to be the comptroller of our currency. And the press is using uh, quotations when they say the GOP says she's an extremist. She is an extremist. She just said she wants to bankrupt all the oil and gas and coal industry. I'd say that's an extremist. But uh, all right, Bill, 90 seconds. Go. 
No, I'm doing the uh, history, Trump O'Reilly history tour. Okay, we begin December 11th at the FLA Arena in Sunrise, Florida. Next day at uh, Orlando, Florida, the Amway Center. The next week, we go to Houston, Toyota Center, and then to Dallas, the American Airlines Center. Now, I'm putting together a list of questions, Beck, about the history of the Trump administration. What do you think... Okay, what are some of the topics that interest you about the history of it? Uh, I'd like to know the uh, uh, the pushback from the State Department on the uh, Israeli embassy and how how close, if ever, that came. What was so that who, pushback? Who opposed? Yeah, I want to know the what the US embassy. no other president has ever done that. So the pushback had to be enormous. What mm-hmm. what was so who, 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 who was though, right? yeah, who was the major pushback uh, from that? OK, that's a good one. Uh, Anything else? Yeah. I want to know um, when did he realize that he didn't uh, have the juice to stop the big state from just destroying everything? Well, that's a little general. So what I'd like you to do is next was Friday when I get on, give me specifics because this tour is going to be very micro. It's like going to what, be, what okay. are you looking for? What are you looking for? I, I got plenty of stuff. I mean, I want to know how that vax got up and running in seven months. How did you do oh, that? Oh, I have one for you. I have one for you. I give it to you next week. I have one on the vax. Really, okay. really important. Really important. Now, and nobody knows this question yet. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going to come... To any of these shows, Vex, Friday. I need to know. I mean, on uh, Friday, yeah, the uh, the uh, one in Florida, the first one I'm going to. Okay, so you're going to go to the Lauderdale show at the FLA yes. Arena in Sunrise, Florida, because yeah. I got to get you cleared. I got to get Secret Service uh, clearance on you. Oh, they love probably, me. Yeah, that's probably going to take like uh, two years. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah. we'll get you cleared to come in uh, backstage there. Um, but again, this is the greatest Christmas Hanukkah gift of all time. The Trump O'Reilly History Tours we sold almost 30,000 tickets. Still nice seats available, but you got to move now. Go to BillOReilly.com. I'll link you over to any of the box offices. Ticketmaster's got them. And I appreciate it. I appreciate right. you let me, uh, let me promote the show. Thank you very much, Bill. Appreciate it. Uh, Bye. Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor. It's American Financing. As the economy continues to recover... <laughs> Americans are taking on more and more credit card debt. Have you heard have you heard these experts in Washington keep saying, you know, Americans have more wealth than they've ever had? I mean, the American people really, I mean, they have bigger savings and they got all these uh, all this money from COVID and had nothing to do with it. You I heard that? that analysis. They said uh, everything is awesome, everything is good, exactly cool when you right. yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, Americans are swimming in debt right now. We've wrapped up we've uh, racked up $17 billion just in the third quarter of this year in debt. $17 billion in the third quarter. If you happen to be one of the people adding to your uh, balance, may I remind you, it's going to get harder and harder to get a loan. Rates are going up. Please get your financial house in order. And I know if you're underwater, you feel like there's no place to go, please just call American Financing and see if they can help you. 
If you have to refi your mortgage, get a lower interest rate, it could save you hundreds. If you if you uh, fold in all of your high interest credit card debt and pay that off, it could save you a thousand dollars a month. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Go there now. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello and welcome. I'm glad you're here. We have John Ziegler coming up in just a few minutes. He is the guy who it's the 10 year anniversary of the Penn State scandal. And, uh, you know, he did a lot of reporting and I I think he's right on the Penn Penn State scandal. Um, But he's he's not marking the anniversary by going and regurgitating it. He's marking the anniversary because he's learned a lot in 10 years. And he put together a list of things that you need to know about the media that he has learned over 10 years. Uh, and it is all really good advice on how to view the media and how the media actually works because he's lived the grind himself. Uh, and uh, he's coming up in just a, just a second. Yeah. It's a really good list. You can apply to every news, story. every news story, every time there's a big breaking thing, you yeah. can see how the media reacts to it, how we get down these roads that are often incorrect for instance, how they can't turn it around. Let me let me uh, let me share this with you. I am violating one of the the last lesson in his uh, in his piece that he learned. I'm going to violate right now. Okay. Um, by violating everything the media is telling me not to do, they're telling me on the pandemic, don't question. You can't ask the question: Is there anybody really actually behind the pandemic? Is there anybody profiting from the pandemic? What are the true origins of the virus? Um, The disturbing revelations about the vaccine. Why is everybody pushing it so hard and not allowing anyone to talk about any kind of side effects, no matter how small they are? It is time to ask these questions. The government and big tech and I think big pharmaceutical don't want you to know the truth. This Wednesday night is a very important special, and it may air only once. Uh, It is a two-hour, no commercial, commercial commercial-free broadcast that we are putting on YouTube, but I wouldn't count on it being there uh, after the first 15 minutes because we are violating pretty much everything they tell us not to do, but everything they used to teach journalists to do. Ask the questions. And for the last 18 months, there is a big team that has been asking these questions and finding the documents. You know, everybody went through the Fauci emails, but they were redacted. Did anybody think to go through the people who were CC'd and BCC'd and FOIA them? This team did. And there's a lot of stuff that uh, was blacked out on Fauci emails, not blacked out on the same email from somebody who is CC'd. Uh, we are going to expose some things that are going to make a lot of people uncomfortable, but your world will start to make a little more sense. And that is our job. No conspiracies, facts, hard facts on COVID, crime and cover up. Wednesday night, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Fauci lied and save 25%.
This is the Glenn Beck Program.